0: That is good, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Fundamism Podcast. It's me, Paul J. Long, and uh, we're riding solo today in the aspect of this is a solo cast, but it's somewhat of a new format because I have a co-host. I don't have a guest today. I have a co-host. He's a gentleman that everybody knows. He's been on our podcast multiple times, someone near and dear to my heart, Mr. Larry Perez, what's good, brother? What is good? It's all Everything's good. good. It's all good, brother. Shout out to our sponsors, Charlie Hustle. Everybody's confused right now. Paul, you said solo cast, but you're not by yourself. Well, this is Larry and I dropping knowledge today. Just an organic conversation talking directly to you, our listeners. Charlie Hustle, thanks for being with us again. Go out, check out charliehustle.com. It's hot out there. They got tanks. They got really thin, cool, soft shirts. They got the What's Good shirt that's available on the fundivism.com website put together by our very own Larry Perez. I uh, bet you guys didn't know that he was a web guy as well as an all-around just, awesome dude. Just a web guy. Larry, I'm kind of excited to try this new format, man. How do you feel about it?
1: I'm good. It's all good. Let's go. <laughs> You're all good.
0: <laughs> so I, uh, I had this, this moment in my life about two and a half months ago that, basically was created over a ping pong game. So I'm playing with Chase down here at Charlie Hustle where you and I are sitting today and uh, we're pretty competitive. All of a sudden he's like, "Man, we should do we should do something competitive for charity." We should like obviously we're throwing down this ping pong table. We should do something similar but do it for Noah's bandage project because he knew, you know, how much it meant to me. But what I found myself thinking is that I was so busy Uh, at this time and the stage in my life that I couldn't bite off anymore, but I decided to do it. And so the last basically two months of my life, I felt like I've completely neglected my business and throwed all of my energy at this charity event, which we'll get into. But it got me thinking, Larry, when was the last time that you... Um, kind of threw your energy at something. At, at on the on the outside, it seemed like a pretty daunting or overwhelming task. And ultimately,
1: you just threw yourself at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you you didn't say and had success with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not here to label. <clears throat>
1: yeah. So anyway, um, something near and dear to your heart is like public speaking. Yes. So. Uh, that's not, that's not my deal. I can tell you that, and and I did. I threw myself at it. I remember. Um, Wait, what? Uh, yeah. Why don't I know this? Well, I don't know why you don't know this. I don't think really many people know this. Uh, this happened about ten years ago. Okay. Yeah. So a buddy of mine and I, his name's Paul Schneider. Dude's an awesome like in, sound engineer. It's those Paul's and, guys. Yep. And uh, we had a little studio in in Topeka, Kansas. So he was doing audio stuff for bands, and and I was doing all the visual stuff for for bands, and so just a good matchup, right? And so he had this in over at the Granada in Lawrence, and um guy by the name of Mike Logan was uh, is friends with Paul, and he's like, and Paul goes, hey, I, I got this idea, man. I was thinking about uh, maybe hosting a deal here at the Granada and inviting... Uh, musicians from around the area to come and talk about like and learn a little bit about like the importance of having good audio and using it as a marketing tool. You know, maybe not if you're gonna record in your in your garage or whatever, at least here's some fundamentals that you can learn and sure. and, and take a home with you for takeaways. Success, right? right. Yeah. And so his part was all about the audio stuff and my part was all about uh the visual stuff. So at that time, I was working with a lot of bands that were touring and, um, you know, was starting to kind of, I guess, if you will, climb the ladder of of that industry as a photographer. And uh, so anyway, Paul approached me with it and he's like, I already have it done because this is how he he works. And he says, what I want to do is I want to, I've got the space. We can go do this. We just got to set a date. And uh, he gave me the concept about this whole thing. And I was like, sure, I'll do it. I'm going to throw myself into this. I'm going to do it, right? So
0: you were going to be a facilitator on stage walking through right?
1: The- right. Gotcha. And um So hopefully we're not talking about successes for that time, but I've I've had a lot of takeaways from that point that's led me to today. But anyway, uh, I I'm sweating bullets from that moment on because you know one I think for I speak for a lot of people when I say this public speaking is not that's not an easy gig. Why do you say that? I hear that all the time. Well, you know, for somebody like you, I it's it looks like it's easy so when somebody like me that has a bit of an introverted side to me and i see that going on i'm like man that dude makes it look so easy or you know and i you see that over you know come, you know growing up you see people out there doing it looks easy but there's still this little bit of fear sure. in there cuz you haven't done it and uh and man i just i committed to do it we put the deal. We structured the deal up. We invited um, <laughs> multiple musicians. We had uh, shoot Jason Niven's was there from from ninety eight nine. We right. had a lot of you know, and he was there to really kind of help us MC it a little bit, and um, Takes we had some all of the pressure of, off. of yeah, you. yeah, right. We had all of these. We had all of these musicians there. There were probably close to two hundred musicians wow. there. And I was fine up until I had to go on there, and and I, man, I I got up there. <laughs> so what's going through your mind before you have to get up on stage? I'm trying to figure out what the hell I'm going to say. Okay, you haven't. Th- even, you no, haven't even about- though I knew. Oh, okay, right? I I wasn't connecting to anything that we had planned, and that's when I knew I was like, man, this is this is going to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing. This is really gonna be throwing really
0: good energy at it,
1: right? And you know, I was positive through the whole time that we were planning this thing. You know, it was about a four month deal that we sat down and actually just worked it all out because that's who Paul and I are. You know, we don't never went through. Yeah, Paul Schneider. And so, uh, man, I get up there and I start out okay, and pretty soon it was just like. Oh, shit.
0: How do you know? But So that's what's going on in your mind. Do you know that they feel it
1: too? I, I'm pretty sure they did. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure they did because, man, I felt it as soon as the light hit me and I couldn't see them. So I was like, they must be feeling it too. Right? We're all on the same page here, <laughs> right? right? Uh, so anyway, I mean, Paul came up and, and saved me. He, through all of that that we were doing, he was able to go through my part um, because we, it was so well put together.
0: So wait, and, he, he came up on stage. Yeah. Felt that you he recognized,
1: were kind of, no, he knew he didn't feel it. He <laughs> saw it. He saw it. And so, yeah, this was in like 2007. And, uh, you know, I've always aspired to, to be out there sharing information and, uh, and I, and I love, um, not necessarily teaching other people things, but, just sharing my story and and love to help people kind of get to the next level if that's what they want with themselves or with whatever it is they're doing. And uh, it was just one of those uh, moments where I threw everything I had at this and, uh, man, my confidence just went right down the tube. Man, so how did you get it back? Uh, Well... <laughs> This is part of like right what we're doing right now yes you know I'm reintroducing myself to sharing information and be, getting and being comfortable with it you know because at one time at some point in time I want to do that again sure you know so I'm just taking like little baby steps here and there and and uh, just putting myself out there sure if that makes sense
0: well what's a what's Amazing to me about that story. So, we just had the opportunity to um, experience another podcast guest, Chris Good, founder of Ruby Jeans Juicery. And there were several instances throughout his interview that he referenced energy and signs and the number 11 and seeing it everywhere and, and so much so that he named his boy Levin and it was just crazy. And every time he said something that was energy related or, or something that was you know spiritual in nature, I looked at you and we smiled because we've had these conversations a million times, right? So you and I—I I had asked you before Chris's interview. Would you like to come on here with me and just mess around, or whatever happens, happens? And you're like, yeah. And so I said, should I should I have a couple of topics that you're like, no, let's just have an organic, which I love, but energy. A couple of weeks ago, this dude reaches out to me and he says, "Hey Paul, I'm really struggling with public speaking, and I know that you have this skill set. You should do a podcast regarding." giving tips for public speaking and what you would do or how you would do it or what you would say to others that are they're currently trying or have tried and felt as though it didn't come natural or that they failed. So, of course, energy shines its head through when you and I are together and, and everywhere else for that matter. But I love that when we get together, man. Stuff like this happens.
1: It does. It's just everything is organic. I think that's why it, the beauty about this type of stuff is we never really have a topic, right? We sit down, we do it, and then we discover what the topic is later.
0: Well, that's what's, I think that is the difference. The reason why I brought up that whole story is that's the difference between uh, what you're doing now versus what you're doing then. Like you had a very specific agenda back then, right? And you had, you were, you were transferring a specific skill and some of your knowledge and you were doing it in a very methodical way, at least in your preparation, that's what you had set a, a goal of. Here, there's nothing methodical. It's we're going to get and we're going to talk about, well, as Chris said, we're going to gravitate towards the things that we're passionate about, yeah. and it's going to come out organically. That takes the stress away because no longer do you have to think about the things that you're passionate about. It's right there. It's at the tip of your your thought process and your tongue, so it's right. a lot easier to talk about. So, Vali Lama, this charity event, similar experience. Like, I... I'm not newsflash to everybody listening and most importantly to Larry because he's known me for a bit. I'm not super great in the weeds and uh, details and uh, structure. Did you know that about me?
1: Yeah, I did actually. You did? Uh, yeah. I never wanted to tell you that that's not your strong suit. You you kind of figured that <laughs> like out. Like yesterday oh, yeah, when yeah.
0: I went in and I changed a link on my website. Pretty
1: much, yeah. You You shouldn't do things without... At least doing a little bit of research, a tiny bit. But you I thought, don't have to I structure it I, all. I, thought up. I did, man. Listen. I like,
0: I went and I found out where the domain was changed at, and I no. did it. That was the research
1: I did. Listen, we don't want to air all the bad lines. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's good for people to see that relationships have both pros and cons. So, Chase and I, uh, we throw ourselves at this at this concept. We call it Volley Llama. It's a celebrity pickleball game, and at its core, it's a fundraiser for pediatric cancer research that brings awareness to a 501c3 that you all have heard about. It's near and near to my heart, Noah's Bandage Project. Chase has a whole team of folks that he could um, that he could kind of bring in to help uh, individuals that are strong in marketing and, and development and uh, detail-oriented, but he was very smart. He didn't want to bring them in because they had a lot on their plate, and he thought that it would be cool for us to just kind of work together and work through those details it was a nightmare for me because it was daunting and overwhelming. And those are the things that I'm not great at. But oh my gosh, did it make me become so much better uh, as an individual? Because what happened was the thought process was we're gonna reach out to at least 24 local celebrities. And the sky's the limit, green light thinking. I mean, there's nobody off limits like the Patrick Mahomes, the you know, Alex Gordons, the Larry Perez's of the Kansas City community, you know? And, you know. Yeah,
1: I'm. I'm processing that. Go, go ahead.
0: <laughs> You're a big deal in in many circles. You were once. Man. Did you hear that? I got what? an email. I know you didn't. Did you know that you were once like prized as one of the most successful uh, mu- musical music rock? What is it? What concert-based photographers?
1: Yeah, is that I'm, what that is? I heard that. I've heard that before. Yeah, photographers in the music industry. There, that's what I was looking for. I've heard that before.
0: You do phenomenal work. Do you ever, why didn't you do that? You don't do that as much anymore. No, I really don't. Why? Like, I thought that's something that you're passionate about. I'm passionate
1: about life. Okay. So I think part of it was, you know, here I was with this, like, label thing. That's where I really started to kind of dismantle everything. I do not want to be known as that, Mm. you know? Yeah. I wanted to just, like, explore, do other things. I didn't want to be known to people as this is who I am or, you know, it's not. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's not who I am, you know? And But that was, at the time, it was something that I really had a passion for. It was, you know, being able to connect with these musicians and capture moments that, you know, from my perspective, uh, I thought were super cool. And then being able to share it those things with other people, you know, yeah, I, I'd say I had a knack for that, but man, I didn't want to be, that wasn't going to define me. I had to keep going, you know, to to find more about me. Like Chris Good was talking about, man, one of his last suggestions as he's closing his deal is, you know, go as deep as you can. Find inside. the deep water. Yeah. yeah, find the deep water. And music photography was not deep water for me. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah.
0: But... Um, I mean it it formed there was a connection between you and I before we even met. Like you, as a photographer in that industry, took a really awesome photo of John Stoner. And you you didn't even know John Stoner. No. But he is he's at some concert. What was that was a that major was,
1: that was at Rockfest, Rock and I Fest. think that was like 2009.
0: Yes. And so Stoner got this picture like framed. He loves it so much. And <laughs> dude, you took it. I, I
1: know. was so crazy. I know. <laughs> That was crazy.
0: So, so we have this, this idea. We're going to reach out to as many athletes as we can. And what we're going to do is we're going to pair these local celebrities up as co-captains of a pickleball team with pediatric cancer warriors. So kids that either are battling cancer currently or have beat cancer. And I'll be damned if we didn't reach out to three um local cats, Kansas City guys that just really kind of embody what our state what our city stands for. Matt Beesler of Sporting KC, Alex Gordon of the Kansas City Royals, and Dustin Colquitt of the Kansas City Chiefs. and within the first 10 minutes they said yes right away. Well then momentum's on our side right now like confidence is starting well maybe that maybe we can do this, right We got them at our back and uh, or with us right riding with us and ultimately maybe this thing could happen. So we just start reaching out to folks and they're in and they're in. We book a meeting with Boulevard Beverage Company. We sell them in the first ten minutes on a twenty thousand dollar tournament sponsorship. Now they complement that or, or supplement the that with uh, in kind donations as well. But same thing with Community America. They hear the story and they're in love with it and they're like, "Oh my gosh, let's do this." Well, all of a sudden, I'm like, "I cannot believe what's going on right now. I cannot believe that." we're taking this idea and making it a, re- a reality because people said we were crazy. You can't make this happen in three months. That's, that's it, takes, it takes a year in preparation for something this big. So it culminated a couple of weeks ago. And effectively we raised over $125,000 for pediatric cancer research. And people had come up to us and said that that was one of the most memorable, philanthropic, events that they had ever been a part of. And the reason why is because it was fun. The reason why is because we weren't asking everybody for money. We created an experience for everybody to just have fun and be about something bigger than ourselves. When I got done, Larry, that was probably one of the most fulfilling things that I have ever done in my whole entire life. When you and I first met, I said, you know, one of the things that's missing in my business and my life is... um, the opportunity to celebrate success with other people, or to build something with other people. Do you remember that conversation? Yeah, I do. Do you remember what you said to me, and like uh, how you kind of talked me
1: through that? Um, I mean, I guess I could. I don't really remember. I don't like, remember the it details, specifically yeah. either.
0: But but the the high level overview yeah. was that you know you find you find strength where you find strength. You you connect with individuals at a, at a different level you know, I'm going to be out on the road and I'm going to be by myself, but you need to surround yourself with people that can help build you up. You've kind of always been a loner in whatever industry that you've worked in. How Mm -hmm. did you, did you, are you like wired like me? Do you need that in your life? Like other people to bring you up or support you?
1: No, I actually need to retract. I got to go the other direction. If I've had a lot of social time, that kind of thing, which plays into that whole thing, you and know, I feel it when I'm, it happens. Yeah, I'm still working on my aha, aha moment, you know, with the public speaking thing. Um, so we'll keep up to date on that as it develops and unfolds. But uh, no, I actually go the other direction. You know, I people are made up differently. You know, like you, I see it. You, you know, you get charged up when you're around people, man. And, you know, your energy goes from just kind of flowing to all over the place. Overwhelming. Yeah, well, I mean, for some people, maybe it's overwhelming. But once they get to know you, it's, you know, this is fun. This is cool. Um, But I, on the other hand, I actually, you know, after I've had a little bit of that, I got to go the other direction, you know, so. Recharge. Yeah, recharge. That's why I like
0: you and I doing this. Because you and I are so different in our personality styles, oh, I would agree. and you're to this day, you're one of our most downloaded podcasts. Every time that you're on, because I think that there's a large uh, portion of society that can relate to your style. And uh, I wouldn't say introverted nature, but you're more you're more present and deliberate, and uh, obviously a lot less energetic than I. Yeah. But I think most people would say that I am. Um, an extreme and somewhat unattainable for them in their mind, which is cool because I don't want anybody to be like me. Like I want you to find the authentic version of yourself.
1: You yeah, know? you do a great job of that. Well, uh, you know, thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I look up to Chase at Charlie Hustle quite a bit, and um, when I told you that that piece was missing for me, Larry, you kind of work you worked through that. You helped build my confidence, and again, I had mentioned this earlier to somebody else that you're kind of a catalyst to much of my success and. So we get done with this event, and Dave Johnson is one of the largest property owners in all of Kansas City. He comes into this meeting that we're having to kind of close out the event. And it's easy for for us, you know, when you're in the weeds, to look at all the things that went awry or the things that didn't go well, right? And we immediately start planning for next year. And so how do we close the gaps? How do we make it even better? So Dave Johnson comes in and he grabs me by the shoulder and he looks at the the group of people around the table and he goes, I know that what you guys are doing right now is you're identifying ways to make this thing better and you're identifying the opportunity gaps that were created and potentially the things that didn't work the way that you wanted to. What you guys created was amazing and I hope that you take time out to just appreciate. And so we were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we will, we will. And so he, he grabs me in the shoulder and he squeezes a little bit tighter and he goes, no, seriously. You guys need to celebrate your success. So I'm laying in bed later that night and, and Chase reaches out to me via text and he's not the most emotional uh, or open dude, right? As I am, you well know, Larry. Um, He says to me, I hope you saw that with Dalai Lama that you can do anything that you want. And I was like, man, that's, that's powerful to me. And, uh, he said, "But it always does help to do it alongside another like mine."
1: Boy, he struck a chord there, didn't he? Right. Yeah. Because
0: that's what that's what. So this is what I said, Larry. I said, "Thanks, brother. That means a lot." Honestly, that's what be, what's been missing. And I told you that from the jump. Working with you inspired and drove me. It was cool having someone alongside that I felt like I was building something with, sharing responsibility, creating together, and celebrating success. It was as happy as I've been professionally in a while. Now I have no idea how to shut that off.
1: Doesn't matter. All
0: right. You know what is probably funny is no one else can hear that. It's just
1: no. Of, but I'm about to tell everybody exactly what's going the computer,
0: on. The computer keeps buzzing every it's time. Not, I get It's not. It's
1: actually he was about to have an emotional moment reading all of this to you guys. Oh, so you think and, this is me being scared, being vulnerable? And he totally just grabbed the computer with the reason. Uh, you know, the you email know, pulled him out of it. You know, the email sound yeah, pulled you that, out of it. That
0: could be true. That yeah, could, could I know it's true. There. It's
1: what I do, man. I observe.
0: You are. You, I, you're not even a casual observer. You're a deliberate observer.
1: Kind of weird. You're super weird. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny? I said that that is one of the most happy moments that I've had professionally in a long time. Yeah. And the last year and a half has been, at every turn, like something amazing has happened but I feel like I've been kind of doing it alone. And so finally, for the first time in a long time, I had the opportunity to do something with somebody. Now you and I, we you helped me build my website. You helped me build some content things. We were building things, but it was still my thing. And then your thing respectively on the opposite of the spectrum. This was something that I was collectively working on with somebody else. We found others to fill in the gaps where we had, and I'll be damned if we didn't do the damn thing and made it happen. So, it just prompted a thought for me, which is why I asked you the question like, what is it that's out there that you guys are currently putting off or believing that can't be attained or thinking that it's too difficult for you to make a reality? And in a reality, all you really need to do is take the next step. Like, whatever it is, whatever the task is, maybe it's finding a new job, maybe it's Maybe it's uh, it's volunteering, right? And you can't find the time to go out and find a, a philanthropic cause that means something to you. Maybe it's doing web design. I don't know.
1: That's not it for me it's for not, sure. No, 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 it's not. Photography is. isn't either. No. no,
0: no. What might it be for you? What's something that you have always kind of wanted to do, but for one reason or the other you haven't?
1: I don't know. That's a good question. What's well, interesting? Probably about travel you. more. Travel more. Yeah, travel more. Play my guitar more. If I if I could do those two things and nothing else, I think I'd be I think I'd be pretty pretty Content. set.
0: So what's what's stopping you?
1: Well, you know, things in everyday life. I'm working through all of that stuff, you know, trying to find times to pay what, myself with more time and those kinds of things. What's stopping
0: you though?
1: What is stopping me? Myself. There's not there's nobody around me that's stopping me. There's nothing, there's no circumstances or health issues or anything that's stopping me from doing any of that. It's, it's just me. If you, if you were to decide right now in this moment,
0: because we had talked about, are you still going to the Philippines?
1: Yeah, I actually had a trip plan there, and then uh, no,
0: and then I never heard about it. Well, because
1: my then I, we found out we we're pregnant. Who? Well, no, not me, not me. Oh I, yeah. yeah! So I have a granddaughter. Yes. Yeah. So that's right. So she came along September twenty eighth. First grand, last, first grandbaby, first, first grandbaby. So this was September twenty eighth So yes, right. So I was supposed to go. You know, to the <laughs> Philippines. That didn't so. happen. Uh,
0: that is not the exit. I don't yeah. know what you're doing.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I just <laughs> you're a Filipino me. too. I you am can't Filipino. Even. I told you in the last podcast. I know. Yeah. That's why I was you don't surprised that, that you just destroyed the accent. Well, that wasn't a Filipino oh. accent, yeah.
0: All right, my bad. Yeah. So you Philippines? Yeah. Didn't go because you had a grandbaby. Yeah. If you decided right now in this moment, right now, and you you made up your mind that you were going to go someplace, where would it be?
1: I, I would go to the Philippines. Okay,
0: and so. When you say what's keeping me as myself, like what would you have to get in
1: order to leave for the Philippines next week? <laughs> uh, probably Travelocity. So oh, the you'd app have on to my book phone. The,
0: book the travel. Right.
1: Just book the travel. Okay. And and go. Like I have plenty of family over there. Okay. So it's not, you know, a situation where, you know, I have to wonder too much. Okay. It's on the other side of the world. I've been there twice. Right. I, I just need to do it. From a work perspective,
0: do you have some some project that you, you absolutely cannot no. leave right now?
1: Not like, that I couldn't do anywhere else. You see what I'm getting at here? I, hey, man. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I was just thinking last night. <laughs> this is no shit. <laughs> I was laying there on the floor, and I was i would build a photo for you, a little picture in your head. I was laying there on the floor looking at the ceiling— and it dawned on me, nobody has ever tried or offered me freedom. They, well, they, you, they, they've all given me like this this idea of what freedom is, but nobody can ever. I just dawned on me, no one can ever give me freedom. That is up to me, totally. And I sat there and I thought through all of these awesome things that have happened in my life where I've gotten to experience awesome, you know, whatever it was. And I thought about the times where people would say, man, you know, you you, you do this, you can have all of this, you you know, all of these types of things. And they talked in terms of how, how much freedom you could have and that you can accomplish anything. And I do believe that you can accomplish anything that you want to, that you put your mind to. Um... But if it's not in your heart, that's not freedom. You know what I'm saying? And I was just sitting there going, man, no one has ever tried to actually hand me the keys to freedom because they can't. They've just tried to sell me on the idea of what freedom is. And it just dawned on me last night that I'm just like, I have to do this for myself. So full circle on this whole Philippines trip, nobody's going to do that for me. You can sell me on the idea that that's great. I have to be the one to do it. Right. You know, and push the buttons to make it happen. And you have it made up
0: in your mind that it's done.
1: I, I say to you that I've got it made up in my mind that it's done. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Do you? It, yeah, I do. Dude, you're, this is you fulfilling your narrative. You can't possibly
0: know where I'm going
1: with this. Well, I, I think judging I, I think I do. I'm not judging the situation. I'm just simply saying, I see it in your eyes. Do you? Yeah, I a, do. It's a twinkle. I do. A, I don't know if it's twin. Where's Rob? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if it's a twinkle. Uh, but it's definitely, there's something there, and I see it. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> That's right.
0: The bowl, what I hope that that anybody will take from this particular episode is that you said it you could accomplish anything and I think a lot of people get bogged down by that statement because a there's some self doubt in there and they truly don't believe that b it's so broad like you you could accomplish anything if you want to but a lot of people don't know what they want to accomplish or what joy looks like for them it, or they've miscategorized their joy, right? You could accomplish anything. Well, I want to be a millionaire. Well, that's not... It's hard to capture that if you don't know what being a millionaire really feels like, looks like, or how you're going to get there. Most people get there and they're unhappy because that's not what drives happiness, right?
1: Yeah. They don't know who they are. That's true.
0: 100%. Half the time. And that's when that's, they're that's casting what, stones at yeah, other people. Yeah. Twink. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> I'm looking around. I'm looking around. We both we know. We know. <laughs> this is fun. Yeah, this is. Fun. Yeah, this, this is, is totally. Fun. We have to do this. We have to do more of these. Okay. So,
0: so in closing, uh, so real quick, um, I'm gonna wrap everything that we talked about up. But we haven't talked about anything fun yet in terms of doing things fun. So what? What have you been? It's super hot right now. Like almost creeping up on a hundred today. Uh-huh. What do you do? It's fun for you when it's super hot because you don't seem like a pool guy to me.
1: I'm not a pool guy. Why not? What for?
0: Pools are amazing. I man. don't want
1: lizard skin. Well, worry about su- that. What do I'm you worry mean? About that's, that.
0: that's not a pool thing. That's a sun thing, bro.
1: Yeah. Well, most people go to the pool when it's sunny out.
0: <laughs> I go when it's a hundred because I want to feel
1: cool, man. Like I said, it goes back to the very beginning. If I if I could be playing my guitar. I, that that shit, that's fun for me. Okay. Yeah.
0: When was the last time you played your guitar?
1: This morning. Good for you. Yeah. So I give myself a couple hours a day. Okay. Uh, I try to, well, I do. I, I own the first two hours of my day. I own the rest of it, too. But I, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm, I'm very deliberate about getting up in the morning and playing for sure. at least a couple of hours. Sure. And that seems to, like, really help me set the rest of my day in pace. But if you want me to take my guitar to the pool, in the sun, if that's what you're saying. No, man. You know, I don't know, son. I, I t- don't think I could do it. Listen, you
0: know better than anybody. I'm not trying to get anybody to, to exhibit my definition of fun. I just I, want you to find more of yours. I, I'm, I'm working on it. So, Well, listen, if you took anything from today's episode, one of the main things that resonated with me was that there's a lot to be had in this world. There's a lot that you can accomplish. And I think that there's a lot of things that in our mind get in our way and ultimately until you push yourself um, to that limit to the deep waters as Chris Good said you never know what you're what you're actually uh capable of accomplishing so whether it's Larry getting up on stage and his mind failing which I would argue he didn't because that was a pretty significant learning opportunity
1: in your life right learning well there's moment. there's two there's two ends of the spectrum here I guess for people to to hear you know your success story in in and unfolding you know with with the whole Lally deal. Lonely, right, yeah. right, with all of that. And there's also the constant in progress. Sure. Which is more along the lines of my story. So, you know, never letting that die and constantly doing little things. It, it, even if you can't just do it like you did, tackle it, get up there, realize your win, it doesn't always happen that way. And, and um, so, anyway, you know, yeah. But so you identified public speaking as an area of growth for you, right? Yeah.
0: You see that as a strength in me, which isn't lost upon me. Thank you for that. Um, my area of opportunities and the details. You know, when we identified all the things that could grow or get better as a result of this last experience, you know where they all were.
1: <laughs> Jesus.
0: They were all in the details, man. It's like you get to the tournament, people didn't know where they were going. They didn't know who they were paired up with. They didn't know what time things were starting. So, all the details. That's where we got lost, or that's where the, the thing kind of fell on its face. But here's what's interesting. The thing that people remember aren't the details. They remember the experience. They remember how you made them feel. And so nobody came up to us and said, I had a terrible time. Matter of fact, uh, there was an Instagram post of a parking ticket. And somebody had hashtag Valli Lama and it said, best parking ticket I've ever received. Awesome. Right? So parking sucked. But they didn't say parking sucked. They said this is the best parking ticket I've ever received because it was worth it in their mind. So I share that because I was really caught up in all the crap that I failed at or that I didn't do well. And we'll tighten that up. It'll get better next year. And quite honestly, I'll grow in in those areas. But most importantly, I'll find the people that are strong in those areas to thrive in that space and I'll stay in my lane and still continue to focus on the experience aspect. There you go. And it'll be better as a result. And you know who taught me that?
1: Mm, I'm not sure. Dalai Lama? He's, he's He kind of dresses and looks like him. Me? Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so, all right. You making fun of my Birkenstocks. Dude, I I
0: never make fun of you. Guys, as always, we thank you for tuning into the Fundamism podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed the new format. We're going to toy around with some things because if there's anything that's fun, it's trying new things and ensuring that you guys are capturing and getting what you want out of this deal. So if you have ideas of topics that you want to hear about, Formats, games, things that you would like to see us try on the Fundamism podcast. I can't guarantee you that we're going to do them all, but I'd love to hear your ideas. And what I can commit to is getting outside of our proverbial comfort zone and trying some new things. So go out, create some fun for yourself and in the lives of others. Have a blessed day and we'll catch you on the flip side. Deuces!